Everyone says three is the magic number, but in my opinion, it's four because four is the amount of people in the perfect band, all right? Bass, drum, singer, guitar. Now, you can give that singer a guitar if you want, but you don't need to, you know, because you've already created this magic power together to think about raging against the machine. Right? That's them, right? Right? Doesn't matter. But even by just singing that one little part, you can now imagine how it's filled in by the four piece. Think about Big Thief. We're talking about song forward musicians who then agree to be together to support the song. We're not talking about riffsters. Though I don't mind a solo. You know, it's, it's, it's fun. It's, you know what I'm saying, Jenkins? Jenkins? Uh, Jenkins, where'd you go? Jerry? Jerry, are you here? Hello? Oh, that's weird. Everyone is usually so attentive to me when I talk. Well, if they aren't in the bar, I guess I'll go check in the rooms. Jerry! Jenkins? You in here? Ah, uh, no. It's just you two creepy twins. Come play with us. Oh, maybe later. I'm looking for my friends. Jenkins, are you in here? Oh, it's just you, Wolfman. I'll feed you later. I'm looking for my friends. Jerry! Jenkins! Where are you? Ugh. I can't find them anywhere. Guess I'll just go follow this uncontrollable urge I suddenly got to leave the hotel and walk towards what I can only assume is a power source of some sort. Or maybe my friends are there? <gasps> to friendship! Welcome back to Critical Beat. So we're inside of the empathy peg. Y'all have been like kind of tethered together to help stick together easier inside of there right now. But it is, it's weird. It's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird time. Um, you've been inside Way to of really like, capture the image for the listener. Well, cause you've been inside of like Jerry's weird psyche before. And then you've, you know, now been inside of another side. But what this is, this is, this is like a different thing because it's it, like the power of it and like the structure of it, it kind of feels a little bit similar to when you were inside of of like the the heart peg with Yifram as far as like you know you can just tell there's like a lot of stuff here it's way different because as to where the heart peg especially over the last few months whenever y'all started letting more people into it it is a it, it, y'all have used it with like very good and positive intentions this is something that Jerry turned into a prison to just store people in and so like as you're kind of like walking through it it it, it has a feel like in like horror horror movies and video games when like you get into that basement and there's just like lights flashing on and off, everything looks like it's around the corners. And what's even creepier is like embedded in the walls. You can't tell what it is at first because it just looks like random scenes. But then eventually you realize what it is, is like all of like the memories that people were reliving again and again inside of their prisons from like Jalano, the twins, the principal, the calculator. And then Kim, what you, why you notice all this is like, you notice like Turbo Crook's thing. And it's especially sad because like Turbo's crook was actually that like she just had never gotten into crime and just was just like had a mundane life because you're not seeing people's memories you're seeing what they like wanted to be and that's what they like were stuck and living in so that's kind of well, what you're stuck and living in seems like it's real makes it seem a lot meaner than the intent and actual execution of they were enjoying their greatest fantasies this is ultimately the best prison you could hope for Jerry oh, you're, really, to you're really quietly. trying to justify the prison that you made whenever you're just like, oh, well, if you if you word it like how it is at the base of it, ugh, let me. I'm just saying, there's a number there's a number of ways to characterize let, any let given Paul behavior. Byron with his with his <laughs> ten cent words, step in and uh, put a spin on my mind prison here for you. Look, I never didn't use the word mind prison. I said best of all, I'm anti. I'm a decarcerate your mind kind of guy right now. I'm gonna just because you didn't say mind prison, you still made. You, like cells and they had doors and you like, I didn't say not nine mind prison I am very what look, is this well, it's bullshit. very similar to the the coma beds Kim's parents were in 
just yeah. living their fantasy. Like it's not, yeah. not. I mean, I'm not. You know, it's. it's I didn't like that. It's, it's not great. I didn't say. Nobody said this is good. You're, but you're not saying it's bad though. That's the stance, the weird stance you're taking as in my intro. Of you're just like, listen. I just want to go ahead and say that nobody is outrightly saying that I'm a bad person. I mean, kind of. No, no, no. I, I look. I, there are worse people. <laughs> that's I mean, that's that, all I'm willing to stand there, there's on. There's, always, move, a, there's always a scale up and down from everybody. All right. Um. Anyway, so y'all see Jerry's atrocities spewed across the walls <laughs> as as you're as you're walking in, and it's this. You don't really know what you're doing like all that you knew is the seamstress kind of said right now what jerry wants to do is take out spellbook but to do that he has to replace it with something of like equivalent of greater power so jerry wants to use this peg but he's like connected to it in a bad way and jerry just has to figure out like how to disconnect from it because as and then also uh, now all of you do see the clock uh that like jerry had talked about and it makes sense to all of you to where you can tell uh, Jerry's very close to death because out of game, I believe what you said, Paul, if you had you have like six more doom tracks before you actually would die, like, die, like face like, my or, doom or, or you not know, on my whatever, yeah. you know, that's so, yeah. So like the negative, the bad version of the thing we're doing the, now. Yeah. So, th- so you, you can all actually see like there is like a ticking clock of like, uh, you know, not only do you not really know where to go, but there is like. Some, it's pretty, you got you to figure out sooner than later as you're walking in there. Uh, it doesn't feel great. All of you are still kind of calm right now because you're tethered together, so you don't have to do any checks. But, you know, it is, it, like I said, it just has that eerie feeling of, like, walking through, like, a haunted house and you're waiting for the first jump scare. Uh, well, Jerry looks for doorknobs because that seems to work. That seems to be a running theme of the thing. I'm assuming you're going to want a check. Yeah, that, yeah, perhaps. yeah. Assess the situation as you're just trying to look around for stuff. That is an eight. Okay, so yeah, you'll get to ask one question. I'll have to assess the situation. Uh, yeah, I guess you're just kind of like generally looking for like a clue or something. What here can I use to advance the story? <laughs> Sorry, that's probably not the right way to use that. But yeah, that. I'm wandering around a, pi- a pile of my psyche looking for a doorknob. Give me something here. Y'all walk, uh, <laughs> y'all walk along far enough to where eventually there's like a cutscene. No, uh, <laughs> uh, no, eventually like Jerry, you are trying to just kind of find your way through it. And you, whenever like the door had opened, the, like the, the, like the portal that the seamstress had made open, she said the thing about like your weird shadow self, you know, was about to escape. And then you saw it like kind of run in. Uh, so Jerry, that's kind of what you uh, like start to like see and trace and follow to where you, you like, you know, it's in there and you kind of get like a sense of like well, the energy it's giving off to where you start to follow that to where you know you're going in the general direction of it but it's still uh you're still not sure what you'll do when you get there jerry turns to you to y'all and says be very very quiet i'm hunting my inner demons kim doesn't understand why jerry said that that's very weird she's like oh God. she's just imagining it's the trauma is why he's talking like i don't know alex what are you doing i i'm i'm looking to see because i because i've i've still kind of recovered from the initial hit of of entering yeah because of entering yeah yeah because you entered another side and then jerry used spellbook to cast uh calm on you tori so you're still you're, you're, you're doing so okay I'm a, I'm right now. It's like a magic yeah, Xanax. I'm handling it a lot, a lot better, but I'm just kind of looking around and seeing what kind of things pop up. You also give me an assess the situation. All right, well, nine. Is there anything in particular that you would be looking out for? Because you, I mean, and then, you know, obviously you know that Jerry is following this weird shadow version thing of himself are we tied together so yeah so it's not that you're like tied together you can't walk but it's you know it's like a little there's like a magical tether for each of you to where it's you know because it's a lot more about like the the mental state here than it is about the physical so you could go off on your own a little bit uh you're not like restricted in, in how you're tied together what here is the biggest threat? The biggest threat that you can sense is like what Jerry is like leading y'all towards 
is kind of a power source. So it's not even necessarily about Jerry's weird shadow thing. That's not the biggest threat. It's like this power source that like as you get closer to it, it gets stronger and like the effects that it gives off are going to become like more intense. Because like Jerry, Jerry lost his connection to like using the burn move once you lost your connection to that. But Jerry still has connection to the doom track. So you can still like feel that weird another side energy a little bit through his connection and your connection with that. That's kind of what you're getting the sense of is like the greatest threat is like the thing you're getting closer towards like you're on the right track, but it is definitely going to be like getting stronger. And as the seamstress said to you, like, you know, be prepared because whatever you bring in here is, is, is like, is, is there and real. Okay. Well, I'll stick that plus one in my pocket while acting on that answer uh, yeah. and uh, just warn, warn Jerry to be careful. And then uh, Kim, how are you? How, what's up with you? This is like the third time that you've had to go into some weird shit with your friend's brains or whatever. It's yet another alternate dimension full of nonsense. Kim is, like, I think, self-aware enough and aware of enough of how these things work that she kind of gets this is more of Alex and Jerry's, like, trial. or Not trial as in they're on trial, but the trials they have to go through. So she's just kind of like, I don't want to say she's vibing. I think secretly she's happy that she's kind of processed her stuff and doesn't have to deal with it. She would not admit that because that's kind of like braggy or whatever, but she's just kind of um, looking out, but not like it's a scary situation. But for her personally, there's not it's like, oh, no, what if this thing comes up? She's worked through enough. It's like no more scary than the normal life threatening stuff we do every day as opposed to like, oh, and also behind every door, a hidden psychological trauma that you've repressed. Yeah, uh, just recently she thought she had to kill her parents she met for the first time. So it's like, oh, this is. Yeah. You know, it's pretty chill, pretty chill. Great, yeah. So y'all eventually do, uh, and and the whole thing is, itself, it seems like you're just walking through like a series of like hallways and rooms. Like the structure of them, like change almost completely, like from 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 area to area. But eventually, all the doors that you've gone through have been like open there's no most of them haven't even had like actual doors and doorways but eventually you do get to a closed door well what does it look like this one it looks it's it's like got a cool like archway on top of it and it, you know and it looks it's got like some really nice oak structures and like some windows inside it looks like a really elegant tight ass door <laughs> like do a door check oh it's nice oh that is a <laughs> Tight door. Tight door. Feel this latch. That's really nicely together. <laughs> well, I guess I should Kim stop playing with the latch and probably open the door. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, I open the door. If that's going to require a dice roll, I'm prepared to make it. But normally it doesn't. Uh, yeah. So you like jiggle the door handle and, and it feels locked, Jerry. And I need you to make a mundane check. Oh, wow. 10. Uh, so you like open it and so before you open the door you know exactly what is on the other side of it. You you don't necessarily like, have to open go through but you do know that on the other side of it is like pretty much be a scene that's you've kind of tucked away in your subconscious of whenever you and your father had to talk about like that whenever you're shutting down the machines is gonna kill him. And you don't really know why you know it's on the other side but as soon as you kind of open the door you kind of know that your friends are about to walk because you've all been inside of each other's memories. This is this is not the first time something like this has happened before. I'm going to play this as though Jerry does not have like the time or sort of ability to put together that he should maybe turn and warn his friends about this as the door is closed. Like the door clicks, the memory flashes. And you're like, oh, this is my moment to stop. Oh, I'm opening the door. Uh Oh, we're in the memory. Yeah. So you're not like caught off completely guard. You're just kind of like, ah, oh, fuck. All right. This guess, guess it was sooner or later for something like this. And so that is at this point, Jerry's not really talks to anyone directly about it you all knew that jerry's dad died and they had something to do with that but you all you're just kind of like you know ghost of christmas past standing in this room that is the weird lounge room in jerry's like brain where he was uh, talking to his father just about like how everything with like the machine like how the machines were made and how he's tied to it like he was gonna die once they got like shut down and so you, this is the kind of first time y'all find out about this so what as the three of you are standing there and Kim doesn't know that she's the one who, that, that's it you never told me just to make sure yeah no I mean unless you asked directly no but like she was not gonna ask directly did I kill your dad so <laughs> look it's worth <laughs> so that's here's a question. fair this is a fair it's medic. also better if she doesn't know I'm not uh, calling you out or whatever yeah, I just no. wanted to make no, no, sure no. that we, I knew Jerry where we would were, not yeah. have brought this or anything else up unprompted mm-hmm. it, he's very much in character that way uh <laughs> 
Okay. Obviously, the three of you are standing there. What do you do? Oh, so, yeah, this happened. This is like right before the thing. Jerry kind of whispers in like in between moments where they're kind of having a, having a sad pause so you don't miss any of the dialogue. But <laughs> I don't mean it ultimately. He, he does also explain his dad. Jerry's dad explains like, oh, yeah, no, I've like trapped in this fucking ghost machine for 15 years. It's not like. There was a lot there was yeah, that there is no chance to get him out and so on as part as, as was uh, you can listen to the episode. Go back. Actually, <laughs> yeah, sorry, we established it's illegal to go back. Pause for, pause for yeah, another cutscene. Never play this again. Um, that's that's yes, that's strong. That's not main show. That's true. But yeah, no, it does the very much the us. Uh, it's doing very, and then it get it very much does get a little bit to the point of okay, fast forward past this part. Never play this again. And Jerry gets a little embarrassed, like Dark Helmet and Spaceballs. Like hoping it ends, but didn't your dad say something like Heather has to do it or whatever? It had. Do we get to that point where he talks <laughs> yeah. about me? It talks about that in there to where like he knew that your your connection with like your parents and your powers because uh, yeah, and then you also find out about the stuff. Like, Heather's with you. Who? <laughs> yeah, you see that? <laughs> Just the Heather. You know? Oh. Kim looks like a little bit emotional, like she didn't know this, but also it's like Jerry's moment. She wants to be respectful. She, but she, she have even wanted to know that so she's having a little bit of a complicated, weird time. She kind of looks at Jerry, but doesn't say anything. Jerry kind of so, shrugs, yeah. like, I think I thought your parents knew. But it, I don't know. Did you guys not talk about this? No, it's so. so uh, she doesn't really say this. That's fair. Dick, yeah, no, we can, we can, we can unpack this later. <laughs> We're unpacking it now, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking it's... around. Like, is there anything that, like, is there a lever on the walls or something? Like, I'm looking around. Is it just this scene? It's just that you're just in the scene. And then, like, because, like, with it with it being inside of, like, Jerry's weird sub pocket, that room itself doesn't really even have any doors in it. Like, so you're just kind of in there and just, like, watching the scene, like, on a, on a loop as the three of you are just in there. And then also the door that you guys came through is not behind you anymore. Jerry kind of walks towards the main scene and i can i can't really interact do they get closer like can i move towards them or yeah, is yeah. that like and it's 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 like ghost watching store rules like you like touch touch them you go through it you know you don't you can't like interact with anything like you know whenever like the scenes of like you and your dad playing pool like you can't like pick up a ball and throw it you know you're in there as like a, as like a spectral viewer Jerry looks around like well I don't really know what we're supposed to learn here except that I'm sad that my dad died and I got to talk to him one time after never talking to him my whole life and that's well, I mean that makes sense we should talk about it this is the empathy peg it's pretty tragic I mean I don't know I kind of yeah he should have would have been cool huh would have been fucking cool. Kim Jerry internally Pager. is like, keep it coming, but she doesn't want to say that. That sounds like sociopathic. But she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yes. Jerry reaches to pick up a pool ball to throw against the wall and like gets real mad. Like, it doesn't do and throw and he gets like, fucking nothing works here. Ah, this place sucks. This is stupid. Why did I do this? Uh, Alex, what are you, Alex, what are you doing? Really, I, I, I'm kind of just kind of standing a little shell-shocked because I guess I knew Jerry's dad died. Just sucks. I, I want to comfort Jerry and I like kind of like start and then stop. Aww. Yeah, so right now, Kim, like, you could, Jerry's just kind of getting mad, uh, which is very right and like right. And well, yeah, nothing's wrong with the situation, honestly. Uh, and then you can. Nothing's right about it either. Yeah, though. so. Not going well. uh, and then you see that like Alex is just kind of like having a hard time, like even reach out to her friend. And then neither of them really like kind of feel this, but you, Kim, like the string that like y'all like kind of like tied in like to your palms, like you feel it weirdly. Like there is. You all kind of like feel a tension on it as if it's just like there's something on the other end of it, but you start to feel like that tension kind of loosen on like the tethers that they have like to like to the group, if that kind of makes sense. So you, you can tell like just through this that Alex and Jerry are like really, really having a hard time right now and you don't really understand like what the point of the room is. But like you, you as Kim, like do kind of have like an understanding as you like already pointed out of like what what you're inside of well i thought getting jerry to talk about it with me would be helpful to have him vent but i don't know kim is like is that she like uh i'm she's gonna try to comfort him and she's gonna say i'm i'm sorry jerry this is really rough do you i (laughs) this is so awkward she goes up and she tries to hug him terrifying (laughs) she's like half your height she's so little she's like oh (laughs) 
logistically difficult. I don't know if I need to roll comfort and support or if I could just like Yeah, awkwardly. so uh, you, you can uh, give me a comfort support check with mundane and then get a plus one on it. Okay, I don't have angry marked, luckily. And it's mundane, so it's plus two. Yeah. Two and nine. So eleven. Ooh, nice. Okay, yeah. So you go up and like, dear, you're still you're still angry. You still feel you know a lot, a lot of these things. Uh, but like, I think you like with that kind of like realize that like this is the first time you have talked about it. And then like as soon as like Kim hugs you, like you actually just start to like vent about how much it actually fucking sucks and like how you like literally ran away from to hell for like three months to just try to not think about it. Uh, and you still like, you know, probably think about it every day uh, as you like start to like vent and rant out there. And then Kim, like you feel like the, like the string kind of like tightened back up again. Alex, you are like watching this happen and you feel a little bad. You don't really know what to say, but you do see on the other side of them, like a door appears. I mean, I, I, I go straight for the door. Yeah, so yeah, you two are sitting there hugging, talking it out, and then you see Alex, like, walk- Almost, like, almost, like, in a, like, kind of trance-like, really, because I, I, yeah, anyways. Yeah, 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 yeah. so, like, uh, so you two see, like, you, just Alex not really saying anything to the two of you, and just kind of, like, because I'm sure that, like, you're, like, you know, still, like, close, and maybe thought that like, Alex is going for a group hug, and she just, like, walks right by you, and then- <laughs> Oh, we had swerved. And then Alex grabs <laughs> his door handle- Sorry, gang. And Alex, give me a mundane check. That is a six minus one. Okay. Well, you open the door and the two of you like see Alex like open it and leaves the door behind you. But neither of you see what is on the other side of the door as it looks like Alex just kind of walked in to this like black room. <gasps> and then once she clears the actual door frame, like you don't see anything past it. And then Alex... You see the Baron like doing paperwork at his desk in his underground office as you start to realize the scene you're about to see in front of you. Jerry snots on his sleeves like we should probably go do the go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kim saw Alex go through the door over or like maybe not over Jerry's shoulder. I don't know if I'm tall enough, but like under his armpit or whatever I saw it. And I was like, <laughs> but I was like, I gotta let Jerry finish. I got okay. okay. And I'm like, okay, I'm glad that yeah, let's let's go. All right, yeah. Uh, and I we, yeah, we start walking towards. Uh, yeah, so y'all walk through the the room, and then by the time you get in there, you see Alex, and then Alex, you're gonna you go ahead and mark a condition for me. Uh, uh, probably guilty if you don't have it marked. I already do have that marked. I'm marked hopeless. There you go. Hopeless makes a lot of sense. Um, because you just kind of like watched it on a loop, and like as as opposed to where Jerry's part is though, like where you just watched like Jerry's thing. Jerry's whole thing was just like on like a thorough loop, and you kind of knew what was happening. Alex. You're watching all the bad parts only on repeat and like jumping around <laughs> and seeing yeah, that. Yeah, just constant bat. Some of them are like reversing yeah. and then going back and forth and just constantly <laughs> skipping around. And then just, like a YouTube poop. Yeah. The two of you, Kim and Jerry, you make your way into this room and see this happening and like. And I'm not, I'm not like closing my eyes or like covering my ears or anything. I am like just staring. Yeah, she's directly just in the corner, just, just watching the whole thing. And so. Jerry, you have explained it to Kim before, but like Kim, no, sure later she was like, Who yeah, the Elliot, Kim like, oh yeah, I know after. Yeah, later. Kim, like you're seeing all of this. Yeah, you don't see past the point where like it just kind of like blinks though. Like after Jerry and Alex say that like Jerry starts to tell Alex that like they're gonna fix it, you don't see anything past that right now. So Jerry just walks up and stands next to Alex. And just kind of like bumps his hand up against hers, like trying like, hey, if you're here, I, I am physically here, but and want to engage with you, but if you are too, yeah. I like react like you hit me, <laughs> like oh. very overreact. But I, I, I relax back, but I still don't take my eyes off of the. That's the okay, scene. Jerry. Jerry grabs your hand and like holds yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I don't watch like, the thing. Yeah, I don't let go. We, we, we did a lot of, we've done a lot of stuff, Alex. We've done some good stuff. We've done some weird stuff. We've done some bad stuff. But, like, the good outweighs the bad, right? I don't know. Well, then we better make it. Yeah. Take your time. We can do it. Yeah. So you're just watching these things, like, on repeat. But then, like, once you, like, watch it over and over again, Alex, you see at, like, one point, Elliot 
they are now like standing in in front of you. And it's it's not something that it's not that it's I've, not on like, the loop. It's not something that I remember. Yeah, it's not on the like, loop. It's, not, it's like the, oh, you, yeah, you see them like kind piece. of like on the other side of the like other other room, like staring staring back at you. Kim and Turley is like ooh, uh oh. Um, I I let go of Jerry's hand and kind of instinctively like try to. Like touch them. Yeah, you go, you go up, and you like strength to touch them, and it's terrifying because you can. Part of you is just like, because you know, I'm sure as watching the scenes, yeah, like you've like put your hands through things, but yeah, like as soon as you put your hand on their cheek, like you definitely like, yeah, you even uh, remember like the feel of like their denim like jacket, like because like you jump back like after like touching their face and like like the jacket itself to see if they're there, but they're there, but they're not really like responding. The smell of enamel pins hangs heavy in the. Air. Mm-hmm. I'd like gasp and pull back, but then like try it again. Are they still like tangible? Yeah, they're still tangible. Uh, Elliot? You start to see them say, and you start to remember like the, some of the stuff that they were talking about when they first met about like what it is about being a hero. And that like they start talking about how like their parents were heroes too, and they died fighting crime. And like, like did they die in the line of it? And they knew the risk of it. And then they knew like what Miss Isa as the callus goes through. And you start to like, remember that like that is why you started to like like you had already wanted to fight crime but like Elliot was there for you whenever you first wanted and they were warning you about the dangers because they knew very well but your your parents didn't kill each other they were there for each other. They were killed by the bad guys. I did this to you. You start to say that, and then like that, that Elliot in front, like flickers away out in front of you, and then like the room starts to go like black, and then you see like this image pop up, like you're at Wallace H. Dale High, and it's you know y'all are like watching on, and you're in the auditorium. There's some of your fellow classmates giving a speech after you start to like because it's like showing uh, like a what could have been if you weren't like there for the prom because it's a memorial for how many students actually like died and were lost at prom because you didn't go with Elliot and then you didn't do you know like you know this is kind of showing you like what could have been and Elliot's just on the stage like standing next to the person as they're giving a speech because they're up there with Miss Iset so Elliot is alive but like they're like over like half the student body died during prom. Elliot is this you? And then it like shifts back and then you see like Elliot again but then it kind of like transforms into what would pretty much be described as a shadow version of Alex um I try to to reach out and touch Alex yeah and then it reached and it does like the same thing and like y'all like touch each other and at this point like as soon as the shadow version touches you like you all see like all the cracks on Alex's skin start to like light up this bright gold as you know you like the room just starts to like fill with this light and then alex you it's a weird feeling because what you feel is one of the deepest pains you've ever felt before but what's interesting about it is it kind of feels like it's been so long since you've actually been able to feel anything and this is like the first thing that's like really broken through i i wish that i had the opportunity to tell elliot that i'm sorry but i don't and I hope I had hoped getting my powers taken away from me would fix it, but it doesn't. And I don't know if I'll ever be able to forgive myself, but I do know that we can move forward and try to bring in more good than bad. At least I hope so. We'll do it together. Okay. Jerry takes your hand again, sort of steps up behind you, and sort of like waves his hand at Kim. Like, <laughs> I don't want to interrupt the moment. You're in the, this is, yeah, but we're in this. Kim this, says but, that. Sorry, I speak with this. Yeah, I don't want to interrupt the moment. Yeah, you're in the moment. Uh, you're part of it. Come, I come on. I come up and I awkwardly stand next to Alex on the other side. And I say, I, yeah. I, I kind of I laugh because I do kind of kind of feel Kim's awkwardness. <laughs> it's, uh, and I, 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 like, I, I like give Kim a hug awkwardly. Uh, not awkwardly. Like I give Kim a bigger like a hug. Christian than, side hug. Okay, not yeah. a Christian side no, hug. No, I give you a big. Hug. Yeah, I give you a big hug uh, just because I can sense your awkwardness and and group trying hug, to comfort yeah. me. Group <laughs> yeah, there's a group. I'll give. Yeah, I'll, I'll get. I'll get Jerry in on it too. And it's like, oh, hey, well, this I- is. Oh, you are strong. Real, yeah, real cute group hug. And then at that, like Kim, you see right next to you on the wall, uh, a door appears. I hold the hug for a second. <laughs> okay, then I say, okay, there's there's a door. I said, probably muffled against like Alex's you know, <laughs> like, sweet door. Yeah, let's go. Good idea. We can hug outside the crystal. 
Is this mine? Yeah. yeah. No. My- <laughs> it's another one for Paul. You'll give <laughs> me a Monday check again. and take an additional plus one. Oh, 10 on the roll. Oh, look at who's competent with their feelings. 10 plus 2, so it's a full 12. You go in there and you open the door, and you don't really, it's to you, you don't really have like a sense of what's on the other door. You just feel prepared for it. And you walk in, and so for Kim, you see that like you walk into just a very long hallway, you're in the middle of it, and to the right, you can tell that like that's where the power source is, where Jerry was kind of like leading towards. And then Kim, you can tell to the left, Turbo Crook is still in here mm-hmm. i tell everybody i was like i uh it seems like turbo crooks down this hallway thing uh we should go talk we should definitely do it together go talk to her is turbo crook still in there part of her is Didn't turbo crook get like yeah she was out and she was all messed up remember I she made a weird like, deal with up. the with the peg thing to get out to, to be able to escape sure but like we I remember specifically we took her out. Yeah, but but, of but the also peg. like because Turbo Crook is now just a weird like former shadow of themselves. Just making sure I remembered that we had in fact that like for for our purposes we did in fact remove her from the the peg. Yeah, because that's the thing. because cool. like you're, that's the other thing. It's like it's more about like the weird mental than physical where y'all are at right now. So it's not just yeah. checking, just making sure we like like in case this comes up. Like, hey, I thought you said you left her. You took her out. Like, no, we all took her out of here together. We definitely did that. I don't know mm-hmm. what this is like. Yeah, uh, yeah, we go go with Kim. I mean, it seems to make sense to take care of her first because she's my problem. So yeah, y'all start to walk down towards Turbo Crook, and then what you start to see uh, is it's like the hallway. You do like it's just uh, uh, like every step you take, it just seems longer. And what you start to see is that the actual clock itself uh, is counting down, and it looks like Jerry doesn't actually have a lot of time left to be able to do both. Jerry starts. Looking in the corners for the shadow, like looking behind himself, like he's starting to get like kind of paranoid because he's kind of realizing that Shadow Jerry is going to be part of this, or at least that there's every anticipation for it. So checking behind him, ouch, that's a six. And we got team points. Someone should turn Jerry's head around and put it on a swivel or something. Um, Can I gift my plus one? I actually have my own plus one from my own check on that. Never Ooh. mind. So yeah, that puts me to seven because I also I did in fact ask what we were. Yeah, you told me that uh, you that I was chasing that with my assess uh, the situation was chasing the shadow Jerry. So we'll take this as my plus one forward on following the following yeah, up. So on that. it's not necessarily like shadow Jerry is like around the corner to like come kill you. It's that like the connection that you have to this place like needs to be severed before that clock like hits it to where sure but this is me yeah well that's what i'm saying like that's what you're realizing with this is like that it's that like it's not that all you have to do one thing but like it's for jerry you can go try to help turbo crook or you do or you can go down because it's like i said you're realizing that it's not necessarily that you have to like fight a shadow version of yourself it's that like the actual like epicenter of this gem where you're connected to is in the opposite direction. Kim, I have to go. I have to go back. I have to go to the clock. I had that's where. Okay. I need to fix this. That that that's what's fucked with me. I'm going to hear the clicking. I have to go put a stop to can that. We, can we come with sure, you? Sure, but I also don't know. We want to just leave Shadow Cook running around in my brain or wherever the fuck this is. I am just saying I gotta go do that. I would that. say we should split up, but the whole point of the empathy thing is to not split up. But this is why I feel like I don't want to skip my. Tr- Hold on. You guys go. I'm going to go as fast as I can. And if it, I mean, what do you think, Alex? Because I feel like, uh, should we try to handle both or just try to handle Jerry's? Because also, what's going to happen if we just leave her? Like, I don't think that's good for anybody, not just my. Like, I don't want to be stuck in here forever. And I think that's what I'm on the list for. So I don't want her to have to do that either. She wasn't awful. Like, she wasn't great, but whatever. Yeah, I don't want her hanging around in here forever. I think we have to split up. I'll go with, with whoever. You go with Jerry. I'm fine. Okay, are you sure? Yeah. Okay, Jerry, let's go. Are you actually fine? <laughs> Not the worst thing. I, I, Alex definitely thinks that that there is there is a time sensitive aspect with Jerry's shadow thing. Um, so I do think that's a good idea. Although I do mm-hmm. feel feel terrible for for leaving Kim. Uh, yeah. So we'll we'll go ahead and start out with uh, you, Kim, as you you all split up and you start making your way down as you're you're trying to find uh, Shadow Crook. Shadow Crook again. 
Paul. As you're trying to find um, Turbo Crook. Turbo Jerry. As you're fr- trying to find uh, Turbo Crook, you're making your way down the hall and you start to see, like as you're getting closer, it starts to be more like the visions of like what she like wished was and and all of that as you go forward. And then I'm you also so- running. I'm going as yeah, fast as I can. And then you're also seeing like the like the actual memory she has of like making the deal with like the weird like shadow Jerry to be able to break out and because he told her that like he needs a part of her to be able to like go out into her world and so where that is like what this is is like there's like a fraction of her you know soul or memory or whatever weird dumb shit you want to say like her spirit or mind (laughs) is stuck in here and that's kind of like what you're making your way uh, down towards and you you do like you're running and eventually you find yourself in this like room and then in the middle of it this pedestal and there's this like just kind of it looks like a shard it doesn't look like any kind of shape but it looks like a shard that looks like the same composite of like the onyx star peg but it looks like like a shattered piece of piece of it and inside of it you see uh what just kind of looks like uh and superman when they, they keep sending him into like the negative side where it's like the little fucking square that you see him inside of you see that where it's like turbo crook like screaming and trying to break her way out of this glass i go up and i touch it does it do anything uh, yeah you go up and you touch it and you can go ahead and give me a mundane check if i had more time i would be more cautious like usual Oh, uh, it was a three on the dice. So, well, if Kim had seen Superman too, she would have known the danger. <laughs> she hasn't seen it. You go up so. and exactly, touch yeah. it, and then you immediately find yourself next to Turbo Crook as you're as you're just like you know trying to tell her that you need to leave, and she starts to ask you like, "What have you done? Why did you touch it? What did what did you do?" I was trying to get you out. Stupid. And she was like, "No, I <laughs> saw you. No, I saw guy? you in there, and I was you telling you not idiot. to touch it." I was telling you to go. I couldn't hear you. I, well, I'm sorry. I was telling you to get away. I was trying. You were saying, I thought, oh, I thought I could hear you. You were also, saying, let me out. You, let me out. Let me out. Why are you here? This is, are you safe? Did you come here? I was trying to help you. Did you come here to save me? The asshole. Whoa. I'm yes, just, shut I'm up. I'm just saying I know our past. <laughs> it's just weird that you, I just didn't expect it, but okay. You're welcome. Thank you. You're looking good. That's, is that a new suit? Yeah. <laughs> saying, it's I'm really strong it's now. Nice. I don't even know if I want to talk it's to like you about this. Look. I just want to get you out. I see. Thanks. You, know, you seem kind of confident. You're really holding yourself well. Yeah, I, I worked through a bunch of stuff. It's real different out there <laughs> now. All right. Well, I've been in here for what? Well, how long has it been? Was it been seven, seven, seven thousand years? That's what it feels like. Oh no. <laughs> has it been, been like that a week. Long? Oh really? It's been like a week and a half. My bad. I thought I've been. I've just been thinking all. real a lot in here because I've had just I thought eternity and I realized a lot of the bad stuff that I did. That's why I felt bad, like because I knew if you touched it, that's why I was telling you not to come up and touch it. So. Anyway, so what do you want to what do you want to do for eternity? We could probably get out. I'm not stuck in here for eternity. I have, I mean, my friends will probably get me out, or if not, whatever. Uh, I'm like looking around for a way out. I didn't agree. I mean, I never agreed to anyone to be in here. I didn't. If there's some kind of pact or something, I didn't. There's no. I didn't sign anything saying I knew if I t- like. Yeah, you're. Yeah, she's like. Yeah, I, it's weird that a lot of legalese and agreements don't matter so much whenever you get in these like sub pocket sub dimensions. And she's like, but uh, I don't know. You got. You seem like you got some some weird mojo to you now. Uh, maybe if we if we work together, because you know I don't know the part. I, the part of me took. It's I guess I got some juice, and so she like she can still like super speed around in there. And she's like, but here's the thing. I don't really know how to get out because like Ken's been like trying to look for like a way. And it pretty much like if you've ever been to like a round theater stage play where like there's just like the light, you don't really see outside of it. Anytime like you walk outside the light, you just find yourself kind of like appearing on like the other side of like where you just like the opposite of like where you walked out from as you're just kind of like annoyed that you're once again kind of stuck in this MC Escher bullshit. We cut back over to Jerry and Alex as y'all are making your way down. It seems like you're pretty much just going down to like a boiler room in this weird haunted house bullshit place. One of the rooms before you make it there, you like walk past it and then stop because you hear someone like just like, you know, tapping their, which it sounds like they're like tapping out like possibly a, a drum beat on a desk. Well, I mean, that's been described out loud by the GM. Certainly it's not <laughs> worth ignoring and wandering completely past. Uh, let's look in on the drum beat. Yeah, you look in and you just see uh, the adjudicator is hanging out and uh, he has his headphones on. His back is turned to you, but it looks like he's just kind of like, you know, t- like, you know, listening to some music jamming out. Adjudicator, Judy, Judy. And like he like he startles and like takes off his headphone and turns on and goes, oh, hey, guys, what's going on? 
Did you all come down here to listen to some sweet four-man bands? We did not. Um, Do you notice that all like the walls keep folding in on themselves and then going inside out and then folding back in on themselves? Nah, I was just hanging out in the hotel and there was no one there. And then I just felt this weird urge to come down here close to this room and just hang out. I don't know. It just felt right. I've just been listening to a lot of four-man bands because everyone left. Uh, Jerry, you haven't been around. I, I, I don't even know how long Jenkins has been gone. It's, it's weird, you know? It's like, it's just so weird to be invited and then forgotten. Yeah, so Adjudicator, I you're probably not familiar with this because Semisonic is a three-man band, but he like spits at the ground. <laughs> it's closing time around here. I mean, it's, you know, the, every new beginning is some other beginning's end, and this is this beginning's end, Judy. He's just, he's, he's just not get what you're doing at all. Just lost on him. Well, he's just like slowly putting his headphones back on. He's just like, yeah, I don't care what you're saying. And then we leave. Then, then he's going to take and stay here and die in the epicenter of this crystal. It was a patient that doesn't exist. I don't know. Like, I, win, well, I mean, this is bad gaming, but just at least ask him to go you with were you. Given, remember, you were given the thimble. Oh, right. So don't try, I'm trying to give you a thing to like not like just let somebody die. <laughs> let I don't know. I forgot we had a thimble. Die. I forgot. What if I told you I had like a sweet place where you could listen to all the four man bands you wanted? You all said that last time. Like whenever I told you I didn't exist for a while. And, and it was here. And this was great. See, you, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Okay, I'm going to let you all know something. You keep telling me that I can exist still, but then you just leave me alone. And, like, then I'm like, I'm not doing anything, you know? So it's like, are you going to bring me to another place just to be alone and, like, just, like, hang out and listen to music? Like, that does sound cool, but, like, it's it's not, like, by itself. That's not really existence. So if you get into this thimble, it's like a tiny bucket, but for your thumb. Uh, but then next time when we... Take when we pour out you out of the thimble, you will be somewhere where you can exist because my take is that you're all another side energy. And then we're going to take you to another side where you might be able to just live like your normal, like a life. What do I do in this thimble? You get in it. What Here. do you mean? I it's get like a taxi in cab. It. Get in the thimble. Like he, he like, he's like trying to get into it. And it's like, he can't, he's like putting his foot on it. It's not really making any sense. And then he's just like, this doesn't make any sense. This tiny little bucket looks like it should just go in my finger. And he puts on his finger and then the thimble just like falls to the ground as the adjudicator disappears. Great. Well, I hope that didn't take so long that I die. Yeah, Jerry looks <laughs> and Jerry what? picks what? up the <laughs> thimble and we go. I, I, start, I start running. Yeah, Jack Bauer is like running past you as he he also is trying to get to his uh <laughs> to the to the clock. Yeah, y'all 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 make your way back down. Uh, we kept back over to Kim, like trying to find your your way out of here. And as you have been in there, it seems like you're in there for uh, just not years, but you know, just just way way longer than you actually are. And Turbo Crook lets you know that like the deal that she made to escape was that like part of her would like stay behind and she didn't really understand what that meant. And like, so she, th this is like the part of her that is there. And so she needs to be able to like escape from there. She, she hasn't been able to like to use her powers, but she was talking about how like with what, what you're connected to, then maybe with the combination of your powers, like super speeds your way through the glass. So what she's pretty much like has suggested is like with your weird like manipulation of things, if you can try to like the glass that's like looking out, if you can try to use your energies, she can try to like super speed and break through. Would we, would she would I like piggyback right yeah, on her? Yeah, like because you because <laughs> you're pretty much breaking through it because like it's set up to where. Her powers aren't strong enough because it was like to capture her in there, but you're pretty much weakening the glass to where she'll break through. Mm -hmm. And you like, without even having to like roll to directly engage, you can't tell that this whatever portion of her that's been locked in here, it does seem like she's been locked away for, for, for years and years and years. And unlike Jerry's original prison system where you actually don't like learn or change anything, you just relive a happy memory. She has been forced to actually just be by herself and has learned how to be a better person because of like, she realized all the shit things does. So like you do actually trust her. Okay, I, uh, and it's also like Kim's thinking is the empathy peg, like physical contact and trusting each other helps here. Yeah. I figure, so I'm like, uh, can I like, this is awkward. I piggyback right on you and then you bust through and we'll just go through together. I'll weaken it. Thank you, fan artists, ahead of time for sending us so, so many images yeah, of this sure, wonderful yeah, touching there's, scene. There's been like other gigs too where Kim had a ride piggyback on Turbo Crook because 
She had her <laughs> escape fast, and Kim definitely like. And this mm-hmm. is the thing: not a lot of people saw it. Like Kim would never. Kim would always just tell her real quick, like drop me off, like close to them and I'll walk up. <laughs> yeah. All right, so great. So you and Turbo Crook are like just sitting there trying to break your way out. Uh, you can tell that like you're hitting it like with your powers and her combination and it's just going to take a couple like times. So that's what you're, you're y'all are trying to do as uh, you still haven't mm-hmm. like broken out yet, but you, you realize that this plan would probably work if you just keep at it. So we, we cut back to I'm, I need both Alex and Jerry to give me a mundane check at a minus one E Well, I didn't even need that minus one. That is a three. That is a six after the minus one. Y'all are just feeling like super fucking heavy. And as like you're you're like walking up, uh, you're starting to like see Alex. You didn't use your doom track as much as Jerry hardly, but like what you're starting to like see is like that every time you did it, it did kind of like rip you asunder a little bit as you're seeing like the portals that you opened up, and it just kind of feels heavy on you. And then Jerry, though, what you're starting to like see, and it's the similar thing where like they're just projecting on the walls. You're starting to see like every time you've like used your doom powers for just. Any anything like that and just kind of like the the weight that it put on you one of them is just jerry lighting a cigarette with he's like fuck i don't have a lighter he just Part makes a flame to... out of his hand and it's like that's it so You're y'all, like, y'all are just kind of seeing that as you you make your way into this room it feels like the room itself feels hotter it feels like gravity is intense it's like you just feel like weighted down and you walk in and you see in front of you this giant version of the star peg that's just sitting in in the middle of this room just emitting like a very bright light off of it as you can start to see like the clock counting down behind it uh what are the two of you doing all right jerry walks up and just puts his hands on the peg and sees if that like leans on it and looks around so like seeing if touching the peg does something accidentally. Yeah, you start to uh, like feel around and touch on the peg and you start to feel this resonance with it as you then like see the shadow version of yourself as you're like touching the peg like form in front of you. And at this point, like it looks like the strongest that it's ever been. It's not really like trying to attack you. But it does seem to like be like mimicking what you're doing, like kind of like on the other side of the pig itself. Well, now we're getting somewhere. What do you What do you want? Who are you? You're me, aren't you? Of course, you're me. What do you want? Uh, and it's it's just kind of staring staring back at you. Of course, I can't negotiate with you because you're me, and I know what I want. And what I want is to not have done all the horrible things I've done. And, oh, guess what? That's not possible because it gets all Elliot when you do that. Well, I need help, but then thanks. I don't know. Sorry. Sorry, Alex. Um, I, I give like a like a like a weird like thumbs up and like a sympathetic nod. But I I, I know instantly that that wasn't the right thing <laughs> yeah. to do. Um, Jerry, but Jerry it, was, it was a thing I did. If the Shadow Jerry is still mimicking Jerry, Jerry also gives you the thumbs up back, so it gives you the thumbs up back. So now it's just a weird triangle of thumbs up. I, I flip off Shadow Jerry. Say, hey, fuck you. And then as you do that, a Shadow Alex pops up and does the same thing. Hey, no. Hey, fuck you. Yeah, and so you're going telling like the Shadow versions of each of you to fuck off. They don't mimic your speech. They're just mimicking like your movements. That's definitely not the right. I don't think that was the takeaway we were supposed to get here, Alex. I'm not super sure. Yeah, but it felt cathartic. No, it really does feel cathartic. It does. I mean, you try it. No, I've already yelled at that one a lot. I, oh, okay. I know what that's like. I'm kind yeah, of. Yeah, I guess sad. it doesn't. It's not. It's it's not that helpful to beat yourself up about it. Yeah. I'd like do. I'd like flip off mine, kind of on the sly. It slips you off back, kind of on the sly. Like how you and your shadow person are having like a fun little banter thing, <laughs> yeah, and me and mine are crying. But I thought trying to kill me. <laughs> but they're also both us. Alex. Oh, this are. is confusing. It is. I fucked up, Alex. I fucked Me up too. all of this. We fucked up. We, we, is this empathizing? I mean, kind of. You fucked up. You fucked up. I fucked up. We fucked up. We have fucked up. We will we, fuck up again. I've, I've learned that. I, we I definitely can't. saved town on the way, like a bunch. Whether that was worth doing or not, we'll find out. Right. But we, we did. We did it. We did a good thing. I feel like I've been trying to, people have been trying to teach me this lesson for a while, so I might as well pass it along. But we fucked up and when we try to fix it sometimes we fuck up again and there is a 100% chance that we are going to continue to stumble through life trying to do good and fucking up 
but we'll probably be okay. And we'll probably do net good, because I know that we've got good intentions. Oof, well, I'm working on it. Yeah, no, I got good intentions. I don't want this. I don't want this. You don't. You have good intentions, Jerry. You're a good person. I could just be a regular person, and that would be fine. Like, we could both just not... We don't have, I don't need this. I don't need this to be a good person. Yeah, I mean, you, you can, but... Jerry, you're not a regular person. Well, yeah, that's, that's a very none you know, of look us who's, are. Look who's talking. But that's great. Also, this looks super do... cool. By the way, I want to. I want to. The, the, like, the, the shadows the light, and everything. The sh and the the, pay? No, the lightning. Fit, like you got light coming out of your face. Like, oh, really? Because yeah. I was really self-conscious about no, it. it. I like have like the I, I like my hoodies up. I'm like I, I feel like it just brings no, a lot like, of attention to me. Like you look so like, like even the, with the hood up, like yeah, it glows in the back of it. It does it's, kind of like backlight it like a, one of those gamer keyboards. Um, hey, but like, whoa, I don't whoa. I don't know. Do we, you don't think to, we don't have to use the G word. I oh, okay. That's <laughs> I, that's ju that's just what Brantley calls them, I guess. Um, but I <laughs> thanks. I, I, I was like kind of worried about it. We're Thank making you. you're doing no, you're doing fucking real good. Like, you are too, but we're not you, perfect. <laughs> Jerry looks over at the shadow guy across the table like, no, no, we are not. So Jerry, now that you look <laughs> back over at it, it actually uh, looks less like a shadow version of you and more like a actual copy of you. And the same thing, and then Alex, you look over at yours and same thing with yours. Maybe it wasn't, you know, a shadow me that did these things. It's just regular me. And that's who's doing yeah. all the things. Now, let's see if that's... Does that... Oh, boy. Here comes the big hands coming to midnight, Alex. I don't... I don't know if this counts as fucking fixing it or not, but I'm trying. We'll find out. It's okay. We did our best, and we're, 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 we're just doing our best. Sit with me on the big crystal while the clock strikes midnight. I hug Jerry big in case we die. Yay. <laughs> Y'all hug each other, uh, and then the shadow versions of each of you hug each other. And we cut back over to Cam, because like we do like a pan up to see like the clock. It seems like there's merely minutes left as we cut back over to Cam. Uh, has now successfully broken out uh, on the back of a turbo crook of this like weird shadow prison gem uh, And you also see the clock that it looks like there's just like minutes left I'm like that way that way and I point you you like, you know, do a little kick on uh, turbo crook side <laughs> she 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 says, like, she she hates it. Giving Kim a piggyback ride I only ever did it when she pissed me off in the, this the two of you are like sitting there hugging each other and like the clock is like like counting down and you just see like Kim zip in on the back of like Turbo Crook. <laughs> yeah, go. There, there's like a, there's like a quick out? double take. Did you figure yourself out? We gotta go. Okay, yeah. Can yes, I go? let's get out of here. Uh, and so y'all turn to like leave and the door that Kim went through like is closed. Okay. Uh. Who's got a new plan? Group hug. Okay. Yeah, so y'all group hug again and it happens and then you just see the shadow versions of each other like hugging each other but it seems like to not to do it. Like but these versions of you are now just kind of like standing and at this point too after like all the stuff you talked about they look exactly like like for for like Alex and Jerry they know which one it is but like if Kim had to like pick out from like a lineup like which one to shoot you actually wouldn't know right now except for the the weird clone versions aren't saying anything that's definitely a giveaway. I look at the weird clones I'm like what do we do? Jerry Sorry, goes to go give weird clone Jerry a hug. As Aww. soon as you do that like you start to see like like the peg itself like start to like crack and like as, as like light starts to shoot out of it. I've solved your self-loathing puzzle. <laughs> Alex. Oh, okay. Um, I, I, I like, I like sprint to my, I like do like a running yeah, you hug. You like do a running hug and grab the clone version of yourself and the peg itself just cracks this huge flash of like, like bursts and you find yourself hugging like one of like the weird mannequins that they use for like dressmakers, you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. just the bus. You find yourself just like hugging that as you're back in the seamstress's room. And you like and like Jerry, like you you like you like snap too, because it's just like all of you were standing pretty much where you were when you went through the portal. And like you just now see Alex standing that. And then Jerry, you see like fall down on the ground is a star peg that you are no longer connected to as you feel like a relief because you close your eyes and you don't 
see a clock that says you're gonna die but jerry at this point you have absolutely no superpowers jerry coughs up a small last amount of void energy and then (laughs) thinks to himself well at least i have this magic book in my arm that will be convenient for the short time that it remains yeah, and so the seamstress looks, looks at y'all and goes, well, holy shit, I'm going to be honest, I was rooting for y'all, but I didn't expect to see y'all come out looking this good on the other side. She goes, well, hey, uh, congratulations. Sorry not to interrupt. Is we have another person with us? Is Turbo Crew yeah. with us, or is she not? <laughs> yeah, so she goes, congratulations. Uh, it, look, it looks like y'all, y'all got out. And then uh, I just start crying. Not yeah, sad it's just tears, like that relief just, just tear. Crying tears. Uh, yeah, because yeah. Kim, you're looking around for Turbo Crook. You reach inside of your pocket, and then like the weird uh, gem thing that she was inside of there, you have with you. And she just looks. She goes, "Oh, that's fucking weird. What you do? You like rescue somebody's like fractured, fractured psyche that was left in there?" Kim holds it up and turns like. Yeah. You can, uh, well, I'm not, I don't know, like, you can do a lot with that, but if you know that person, you can, like, get it back to them. Or, I'm gonna be honest, you don't want to sell some shit. That, th- those go for a lot, because you don't understand. I'm just letting y'all know. Let's I'm try just letting y'all know. Let's just like offer it, it. That's a little creepy. I'm just saying, I don't know if you know I mean, that person. I have problems with this person, but that's okay, what we do. We know that person. You know a person, but I'm saying, but, like, if you didn't know him, you just had it, there's... It's either like get it back to the person or sell it to someone who's gonna do something bad with it, or it's just kinda like a cool ornament. That's what it is. She was like, Well great, I guess uh I guess y'all successfully did it. Uh so I guess <sighs> the next thing is you gotta do a heist. Oh shit, remember? right. Cause you wanna get the book out of your arm. Cause you remember cause you cause you <laughs> right. promise because it's eating yeah, my whole the, body. Yeah, you promised the book to uh to the Oracle and she probably doesn't want to wait around too much longer for it. How long were we in there? She goes, well, let's see. The Oracle bound her name to the book, right? She goes, so go ahead and go to the uh, the title page of it because it will tell you tells you who the owner is. And uh, and Jerry, like, flips open the book, and you just start to see a bunch of messages from the Oracle of saying, like, Jerry, where are you? I want my book, Jerry. Jerry, Jerry, where's the book, Jerry? <laughs> As you see that, and, like, Spellbook itself is starting to, like, flip through the pages, and you see... It flipped to a page that says uh, call, and you start to hear from the book itself the Oracle's voice going, All right, Jerry, you've been fucking around long enough here, okay? I need you to get me this book. Otherwise, I'm going to have to send somebody to get the payment. We weren't fucking around. We were inside a void prison thing. And Calm then down. You, and then you hear, she goes, I don't know if y'all are saying say anything to me. This is just a voice memo that I sent. I don't know how you can record <laughs> <laughs> send it back, but... Uh, uh, I look like an idiot it. now. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know, Jerry... I want this book, Jerry, because if you don't give it to me soon, I'm going to send, send someone back for it, and then you stop hearing it. Can he reply? Can he, like, ink something? I don't know if I'm... I'm not Can he in be the like mood. I got OMW. I, yeah, like, <laughs> currently working on it. Um, and then, uh, and so the seamstress looks. She goes. She goes. All right. Like I said, I, I can help you all with this. The the thing that I need to help, like get that out of you and bind this to you. Yeah. No. You're with the carnies or the something. Circus, right? The circus. Yeah. But like I said, y'all are gonna need some help with that. So do you know? Anybody that you could call that would be good at planning a heist or doing some thief work? I don't know, Kim. Do we know anyone who would (laughs) know anything like that? Kim, looking at the gem in her hand of the the world's fastest criminal, says, yes, I know some people. And the camera cuts to to Vinny D's and the phone picks up and you go, you hear, lift. <laughs> and that's where we're going to end it. <laughs> uh, great. So that that is it. Uh, so this has been episode 57. Uh, episode 58 is going to drop on April 6th. Uh, do you guys have any ideas? For the name of this. Prison's a Tom Vault I, too. Self, I thought self-care, <laughs> self-love. Oh, Self-care is good. Self-care self, for self-love. No, self-love. We, like already, we already have the peg, friendship pegs in the show. Let's lean into it. I think so. I like self-care, honestly. That's a very sweet one. Self-care Great. Nice, so this yeah. has been episode 57, self-care. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Alternate option, processing speed. Oh, that's oh, actually pretty good with Turbo Crook. I like that one. So yeah, so that is uh, episode uh, 57. One of those two, you'll know it because it says it on the thing. Uh, episode 58 drops on April 6th. Also dropping in April will be Spider Day 3, 24 hours, which is going to drop on April 17th, uh, which is going to be a continuation of the Spider Day series. And we're also on that weekend. We'll be doing a live stream of Spider Day 3, 24 hours. Listen to it. While also doing another Spider Day streaming weekend to raise money for Covenant House Georgia. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to do a lot of dumb shit on there. Uh, uh, we just 
signed on Adam McGrave to do like a a, a, a bean bean chat thing where he just talks to people about role playing games and eats beans out of cans. People know what a bean I, chat people, is. People you don't have to explain it. it. You already know. The standard bean chat. Well, like, so all the money we're going to be raising is going to be going to Covenant House, Georgia. So make sure to come, come check that out. Like I said, we'll be doing it uh, the weekend of April 17th, uh, which I believe is going to be, I think April 17th is on a Saturday this year, which is pretty nice. And go check out our Patreon if you have. We got a lot of good stuff up there. We got Bonus one shots. We got a bunch of deep dives talking about the show. We have a bonus series called Guess That Strong that's just ridiculous and super fun. We got a lot of really good stuff up there, and it helps uh, d- directly, uh, you know, support the show, which is really nice of you. And go tell people about us. You know, tell, tweet about us, Critical Bitcast. Tweet at us. Tell, tell us we like review the show. Do do whatever you want. And <laughs> speaking of all that, go buy our merch. Just go check it out. We've been I've been doing a bunch of work on the website to update it. Uh, hopefully the starting guide's up there. We have our merch site laid out. You know, real good. There's a bunch of dice. Shannon's gotten dice and uh, enamel pins. And it's, it's, it's all good stuff. So I think, you know, you, you know it's the same shit we talk about all the time. Um, and thanks just for listening. So we're, you know, we're, so we're in season three. Uh, we're kind of just right now wrapping up a lot of the stuff that we had left over from season two. And then we'll be moving on to some, some bigger story stuff, but it's been very fun. Uh, and I don't think we have too many announcements. Like I said, go check out our Patreon. Uh, Spider Day 3, 24 hours is going to be coming out. And you can't stop me. I don't care what you say. We tried. We tried. We, we asked did. on behalf of him and on behalf of the audience. And no. he said, I hate both of those That's groups. Yeah, they spit yeah, on us. I spit at the ground just like your three man band reference. <laughs> I was hoping I was hoping for a four. It was good. It was good. It was good. Uh no, that's it. So like I said, go check out all that. Thank you so much for listening. Uh and as always, I'm your GM, Joel Ruiz. I'm Shelby. I'm Shannon. I'm Paul. Give yourself a break, Jerry. Paul. <laughs> <laughs>